What's happening, fam? It's your boy Sherrod, and welcome to another podcast episode of Behind the Grind, powered by Sherrod Speaks. For each episode, I have a conversation. I go behind the scenes to talk to individuals like you and I that are making impact with their influence and making change happen in the places around us. My goal is to encourage, to inspire, to motivate, give you everything that you need, the faith, the fuel, the ammunition, whatever it takes to get you on your journey as you push through and grind through behind the grind. Let's go. All right, well, welcome to the third episode of Behind the Grind. And yes, yes, it's actually been three episodes and we're moving right along here. I'm so excited as I am with all the guests that come onto this platform today because we're going to be talking to a guy who I call is a social conversationalist, right? His name is LV, also known as Lev Hunter. We're going to be talking to him today and we're going to try to get some insights on some social media tips and tricks and all that good stuff. But before we do, I want to take this time to thank all of you who are still rocking with me on Behind the Grind. My goal is to provide value and continue to provide value and get guests on this program um, that will in some shape or form bless your life. Now, there's going to be a variety, but the whole goal is to discuss what happens behind the scene during the grind, during the journey um, for a lot of us that are out here um, in entrepreneurship or out here trying to get some results in our career, whatever the case may be, this program is positioned for you. Now, before we get into it, I just want to set this up. We're going to be talking about uh, social media, but when we get into this episode, you'll notice that we're talking about the recent event that most of us that are probably listening to this have heard about, um, the Kobe Bryant and his daughter and um, the teammates and the coaches, all those that lost their lives recently in the recent um helicopter crash that took place in California. Now, when we recorded this, um, that event happened the day before. And so we, you know, we start our conversation. Obviously, we're both, it's on top of our mind and we're talking about it. So, but I also wanted to take this moment before we get into the episode and I just wanted to share just a little more thoughts on on, on the life of Kobe Bryant as I will share. Um, Kobe Bryant and I are the same exact age. Well, not the same exact age. He's a few months. Uh, his birthday was a few months before mine, but four 41 years old, this man lost his life, and and there's so many, you know, even though it may seem insignificant to most of you, um, just knowing that we're the same age, African-American male, of course, I like basketball, but I'm sure he loves it a lot more, but those common things that we had uh, was enough for it to catch my attention. Now, again, a lot of people lost their lives, and um, in some shape or form, we're able, we always kind of relate it back to our lives, and we try to, uh, you know, empathize, and in this case, it's, it's no way for me to avoid it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm realizing that, hey, let me pay attention to this guy, Kobe. And one of the things I'm, I'm noticing about him and throughout his career, every from the, from the jump start, he has always been a guy who was about that grind per se, right? He was always about putting in the work. And even though he was talented and he probably could show up on any basketball court and be better than most, he put in work to be the best at his craft. And that's really what we discuss here on Behind the Grind. And so it's so fitting to talk about his life. You know, he he did so much in so little of time. When you think about 41 years of age, he, he accomplished a lot. I mean, he won championships. He's had scoring titles. He, he, he started businesses. He's done a lot of different things. He's accomplished a lot of things and he had a lot of results, but the results didn't just show up. 
the results happen because of the work he put in it. Now, I, I also want to preference this, you know, um, many people, um, you know, he even discussed, you know, the reason why he uses helicopters is because he uses it because he wanted to spend time with his family. And then although he grinds as hard as he does, he factors in the fact that I want to spend as much time or maximize as much time I can with my family. And that's commendable that's honorable and when you really think about him as a father that's that's pretty dope right you know the fact that you know yes he could have uh, uh been stuck in traffic or got him a place somewhere closer to the the workout spots and, and decided to come to his family whenever he got around to him but he factored in into his life yo i'm gonna work hard but i'm gonna keep um some kind of way to make sure i get back to my family and so that that's interesting in and of itself but i i, I listened to you know his him in his retirement years sharing to the younger generation which is very powerful i know he didn't share it while he was playing because maybe i would have peeped in on some of the things that he was sharing and maybe i could have you know made it to the league you know and I'm, I'm joking a little bit here but he shares to the younger generation how to get that advantage and he talks about how to get up early and get in your workout and then maybe spend four hours or whatever hours when you go back home with your family and then go back out there and get your workout and he's showing them how you can do it how you can manage your time and how you can still be productive and still get the work and still have the advantage over your competition. You know, many of us want to have successful things, but some of us don't want to put in that grind per se or that work in order to be successful. So on this episode, of course, we're going to be talking about social media, but I want to keep that in your mind that, you know, as we're working, it takes time, it takes effort, it takes perfection. And we, we you know, um, I think it was Malcolm Gladwell that said it, it takes about 10,000 hours, right, for those that are uh, um, very successful or very uh, at the top of their uh, craft uh, have to put in in order to be there. So uh, without any further ado, let's get into this episode um, as we're talking about social media, its influence, its impact on culture. Um, stick with us today and if you like it again like it share a comment let us know how we're doing but let's get to this episode with LV with Behind the Grind All right, welcome to Behind the Grind. It's your boy Sherrod, and I am excited. I'm in my hometown yeah. with a good guy, a good buddy of mine. LV is what I call him. Yes, sir. Uh, Lev Hunter is in the building, and today we're doing a podcast. Today, yeah, man. man, how you feeling, man? Man, listen, I'm 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 weird. You feeling I, weird, I'm man? Feeling weird, man. <laughs> and only because you know uh, the the tragic news yeah. that everybody. Has uh, has experienced, yeah, man. you know, with the legendary Kobe Bryant. Like, I'm legit sad. Man, it, that is one of the. That was probably the hardest thing I've ever uh, experienced via social media per yes. se. Right? You know, I know a lot of people have passed, and you know, the, from the Whitney Houston's to all these different individuals. But this one hit home for me in 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 particular for two reasons. Yeah, me and Kobe were born the same year. Graduated from high school the same year, and I'm tripping because you know even though I wasn't like this athlete or this above average athlete, I still watch you know the rankings in yes. high school. And Kobe, you know, towards the end of his high school career, was way up there at the top, and that was one of those names that man, when I make it to the NBA per se, right? Right. I'm gonna play against Kobe, but um, you know, tragic experience. Um, he had a daughter, you know what I mean? Yeah. Thirteen. I have a daughter that's fourteen. All of these things just just hit me hard and so 
you know, I'm still shocked too, yeah. just like you. I, I'm sorry, I just no, had no, a moment, good. man. <laughs> no. and, and, and I mean, I didn't want us to jump in straight into. Yeah, this, right. I mean, I'm just being transparent yeah. with my feelings. I'm trying to learn how to really, you know, be honest with myself and right. how I feel. Right. And again, just like you, only like I've, I've met a lot of celebrities in my life. Right. Um, and that's not bragging, but it's sure, just, it's sure, just due to the the profession that I was a part of. And like I don't be caring, right? You know what I mean? Right. Like, it, when Whitney died, only person I there's only two people that have passed away that has really made me go like, wow. And it goes in this order. First, it was Michael Jackson. Okay. Everybody growing up, just yeah, he, he was Jackson, there. He was there everywhere. Right. He was the he was the thing. Like, right. If you, if you ever had a chance to meet, I think you would have a better chance of meeting Barack Obama as the president than, than you would have Michael, Jackson. Michael Jackson. That's so true. Right. So true. Then number two <laughs> with. Not even the full year was Nipsey, and I yeah. wasn't even a Nipsey fan That's, like that. That was crazy, right? That was, this was only like nine months yeah. prior to this. To that, like, yeah, wow. I think it was April. Okay, maybe so. That's crazy. So, and, and I and I wouldn't, and I'm being one hundred percent like I sure. was not a huge Nip fan. Okay, but I knew about his grind okay. from the start to where he, you know, his, okay. his unlikely passing due to working in the radio, in the radio, and, and all that, and all that. So. And what his message was about. Yeah. So that one hit me, man, to the point yeah. where like I needed somebody to talk to. But last right. night That was um, tough. That was tough. Yeah. That was tough because again, you grow up watching Kobe. Yeah. And here's what people need to understand, and I hope we understand two sure. couple things. And sure. We can really get into some other stuff. Yeah. Is that this man was a father. Yeah. He was a husband. Yeah. He was he was everything that we wanted to see in a black man. Right. He he really was. You see what he I'm really saying? was. He was. He was respected in any hood, right? And he was respected in any country. I mean, well cultured, man. Any right? country, yeah. You're he so right. Anywhere, right? People gonna respect Kobe, yeah. And that's yeah. Think about. I mean, think about it, bro. Like we talk about LeBron James being, right? You know, with his with his longtime girlfriend now wife, and sure. Kids never having scandals and sure. all that. We talk about Jordan, but right. yeah, his dirt, right. Kobe had his moment. Sure. But since then, right. he's been exemplary yeah. of what it looks like to be a man. I call it exceptional. Yeah. He's been exceptional. And I don't mean that in like this. What He just carried, he just making a decision to carry himself exceptional yes. in an exceptional kind of way. Yeah. Man I'm, of excellence, man. Yeah. And, you know, and you mentioned that, you know, I do have to say there was one other death uh, that impacted me. It was in college. And, again, I'm dating myself here today for some yeah. reason. But uh, Tupac, obviously, yes. was another one. But, you know, and I want to talk about this. And we'll get to it yeah. and letting everybody know who you are. But yeah. the difference then, that was hit. That was huge, especially in the community I grew yes. up in. Yeah. Growing up in Flint, we all listened to Tupac and all that good stuff. And probably different today with social media. Oh, man. And so I want you to talk to us today, because I know you're a social media kind of guy, but the difference today with social media compared to then, it hit us. That was hard, too. But at the same time, we just had the TV. We had, you know, whatever was broadcasting at the time, but we didn't have where, like yesterday, I flipped on, you know, took out my phone, and I saw one person say, and I'm like, that's not true. And then it kept coming through. And then next thing I know, everybody, and I know there's algorithms, but everybody down my timeline are talking about Kobe, whether they like basketball or not. Yes. And and, and the conversation is still going, and we're talking about it. You know what I mean? Yes, it's still still heavy. So here's the difference, right? Tupac. 
and Biggie passing, it did hit. I was oh, yeah, sure. You're right. Um, I was fans of both. Yeah. And I looked, I looked at the, those guys as legends. Yeah, yeah. Because they had the reach of social media before it was before social Before it was social media. It was you know like an saying? underground like social we media. Knew, we knew when Pac passed. Yeah. We knew. Yeah. I can tell. It was almost like 9-11. It, All these it was. Like 9/11. It was. It was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Biggie and Tupac's passing, their murder because it was murder, yeah. right? But their passing was was really big, and now you got social media where I found out, and I don't know how true this is, but I sure, think it's true sure. that I the know families you, yeah. found out from the TMZ. same way the rest of us found out, right? And I think that's wrong. That is wrong. Yeah. Uh, I, I unfortunately you can't stop nobody from sure. doing anything, but TMZ and these type of places, man, that stuff that's not fair. Yeah. That's not cool. Yeah. I feel bad that I found out about it when his wife found out. That about is it. that is yeah. Probably. I mean, I mean she may have knew about it an hour before. Sure. But at the same time, we're finding out everything is in so well, in this case like you said, it's in so real time and people race into the stories. I, you know, there's so much we can unpack on that. Yeah. I don't want to spend most of this podcast. No, so, no, but it's good, though. It's good. <laughs> so before we get too far, I know we jumped right in, yeah. most of us, and we were talking about that, and so hopefully you're still tuned in. But um, I got my guy here, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> LV, and we're just going to kind of hard shift. And I just want to, uh, you know, some people may know you that, you know, rock with me, and some yeah, people yeah. may not, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So I know, you know, I know you from the social, I call you my, like the social media yes, kind of guy, yes, right? Yes. You you know how to social, you know how to engage, yes. and you the guy that I reach out to about mm-hmm. social tips. Um, I know it's more to you than that. I know you've yes. got some businesses going on. Tell the people a little bit about yourself. Oh, man. And, so I guess, um, you know... I love people. Yeah. Um, all walks of people. Yeah. Like, it don't matter race, creed, beliefs, yeah. or any of that. I just love Look, people. Before you go too far, and I, and I know you're doing your introduction, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, have you taken that assessment yet? Yeah, I, I took the Are you a high board. eye? High eye. Are you pilot? I'm not pilot. What is it? Uh, like, uh, I'm like 98. I'm like the, I'm, I'm <laughs> as you The Flamingo, you, yeah. you are the uh, flight attendant, all that. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a high I just want to put that out. Um, my second one was an S. Okay, I can so, see that. Okay, yeah. Um, the the legend, Mr. Eric Thomas, Doctor yeah. Eric Thomas, man. We had a conversation, and I asked him. I was like, "So, what does this mean for me?" <laughs> he was like, "You're like a Kanye West, yes, right? Where yep. you can help people, like Kanye helped Jay, yep. but at some point, you gotta spread your wings yep. and do your own you thing." Got so, I didn't mean to stop you. I just, no, no, I was just curious. I want people to know, like, I, I love people. Yeah, I just do. I love yep. people. I've never met a stranger, so. Yes, I love social media. Yep. I, I love entrepreneurship. Yep. Um, entrepreneurship is my DNA. Yep. I come from a family yep. of entrepreneurs here in Flint. And, you know, I just love interacting with people. Like, when people say, what do you like to do? Like, I don't like to do much, but, but talk with people. <laughs> right. Like, I really, well, not all the time, because sometimes sure. people can burn you out, right? Yeah. But for the most part, I really love sitting down doing this. Yeah. Right. It's day. a gift. It's a gift you have. Yeah. I, I, and people have been telling me that my whole <laughs> life, and I'm just like, whatever. I just, I just love people, man, because, you know, man, it, it's, it's easy to fall in love with the wrong things. Yeah. Well, let, let's, let's talk about that. So how did that, you start, you, you know, you had a career ambition and mm-hmm. what you were doing. How did that, how did everything start? How did you evolve into what you are today? Man, it's cr- so the, the, the shortcut version yeah. was I started in radio okay. uh, while I was in college, and I thought I was going to be this big time radio person. Okay. I, I really did. Yeah. I was like, y'all, they ain't making me. Okay. <laughs> wait till I get on these airways in LA. So we're going to do it. And unfortunately, that dream didn't happen 
but along in that time, okay. I, I was, I'm always being able to see two or three moves ahead okay. when it talks about what's coming up and what's getting ready to move and bubble. And I knew this social media thing was huge. Okay. I remember Black Planet and I remember MySpace. Oh, you was all on that? Okay. So all right. Let me all tell right. you how, how much, and this is true so I thought story. you was pretty young. I did, you, yeah. you caught the wave? No, okay. I caught the wave on Black Planet. <laughs> okay. No lie. Okay. I remember I got a Black Planet page, and I learned how to put the code in to okay. change the yeah. music in your background. Yeah. I called my cousin. <laughs> I said, yo, we need to start a business. You know what? Before we go too far, I know this. Yeah. So we're all over the place, y'all. But uh, Black Planet was way before MySpace, yes. all this, everything that we're all talking that, about. I saw all that then. Black Planet was already on it, right? Yes. And you saw it before that is what you said. When Black Planet hit and I got a profile, yeah. I was like, hold on, I can talk to people <laughs> that I don't know personally. <laughs> well, listen, I'm going to date myself once again. You know what my Black Planet was back in the Man. day? The chat room. When the first time yeah, I was in I was, college. Yeah. Well, hold on. No, you don't understand. When I was in college, yeah. they had these chat rooms in colleges where it was a black screen yeah. with green yeah. type. That's yeah, before yeah, your yeah. Yeah, I play games on that screen. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, I play, I play some games on, on that computer screen. <laughs> but we would connect to all schools and universities. Yeah. Man, that was a whole different thing. We just didn't have the pictures, the images. We would send our uh, uh, pictures <laughs> via yes. mail. Man, I'm dating myself. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm no, sorry. No, no, take Catch me like this, homeboy. I got on my cross color, my Carl Knight outfit. You know what I'm saying? Roglins on Clio Road. Oh, man. Okay, oh, right? man. All right. I'm so, sorry. We got to. Okay. Tell us about yourself, man. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I've always been hip to like, okay, something's here. Okay. And I was like, how can I wrap a business around it? So I called my cousin that night, like, yo, we need to do this. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. So it never happened. Okay. So. You transition to all this stuff, man. I get in radio. I'm like, man, I want to reach more people. How do you reach more people? I need social media. Okay. So I remember again being on the radio, like, yo, at the station, yeah. talking to the higher ups, like, we need this, we need to do this, yeah. we need to do this, we need to do that. And you're and the young was, guy on the scene. Young right? guy on the scene. They weren't seeing it, so <laughs> right. they weren't trying to hear me. All right. And that's okay. I right. mean, you know, we eventually got to where I was seeing. And as that started to happen, I started to fall in love with social media and, and really see the power in it. Um, and now I just try to help people leverage yep. social media. And now and here's the thing, I mean, and, and this may be giving away some strategy here, but I tell people to be social on social media. I love that. I, you know what I, I'm saying? Yeah, that was a tag. I don't know if that's your tagline or if you. Yeah. I, I know you mean it, but yeah. that that made so much sense. You yes. you you made the uh, uh, the analogy like at a party, right? Yeah. How, how do people interact at a party as opposed to you know? I mean, you have to interact. Yeah. You have to talk. And social yes. media is kind of like that. You can't just sit on the wall and expect people just to come to you, right? You're not that dope. <laughs> Only the pretty girl at the party can right. do Right. You got a pretty... Be- <laughs> no, I'm just being real. Yeah. The prettiest girl in the room can just stand there because she's the prettiest right. girl in the room. Right. And every guy who want to be around this pretty girl, they going to walk up to her and shoot their shot. Right. She not... She don't have to. Right. But in social media, you have to be social. And that's where... And, and, it, and it goes to this. Stop being... I be want to tell people, like, stop being so selfish. Yeah. Yeah. You want comments, right? Yeah. You want somebody yeah. to share your stuff. You want likes. Yeah. You want somebody to buy yeah. into your program and your right. products. Right. If you're not doing that for nobody else, how, how do you, you expect, expect it to them? And you're not that sweet. I don't care if you've got 100,000 mm-hmm. followers. Mm-hmm. And I'd be looking at people that got all these followers. I'm like, but your engagement numbers suck. You got 300,000 <laughs> followers, you only got 40 comments. Yep. So only 40 people thought whatever you was putting out out of 300,000 was worth engaging with a little off balance off balance right (laughs) so i mean if you look at will smith right yeah got on on social media how many celebrities should have been on social media he took a hold of that thing didn't he took a hold of and then and he's a part of the culture yeah He'll, he'll comment back. He engages, you know. Of course, he can't engage to everybody, but exactly. he he's showing the the reciprocation of uh, engaging back. Is exactly. the key? Wow, reciprocity, that's key. man. Yep. And, and 
reciprocity is huge. So yeah. for those that whatever the platform, so a lot of what I do, okay. I, I don't care nothing about the algorithm. Right. I don't care nothing about the platform. Right. I try to make the digital world look like the real life world. That's what it is, All right? Right. So if you're not going to talk, to, and this is the last thing that we on the social, you want to stay there. But I tell people like this lately. I said, if I ask you to go to your local mall, which a lot of people are not going to be there because <laughs> malls are in decline. If I say go to the mall, I need you to take a selfie with a hundred people, and you got to exchange names. Mm. How many people do you think you need to engage with? To reach that goal, probably a thousand. Mm. If you're not ready to do that, you're Damn. not ready to be who you say you want to oh, be. Oh man, you dropping media. nuggets, man! You dropping nuggets out here, man. Yeah. All right, so uh, so okay, so you've got that going. The social part. You also have, like you said, entrepreneurship. You yes, also sir. got uh, uh, your business that you yeah, launched. Yeah, the this, Daily Brew Coffee. Yeah, yeah, man. I love coffee uh-huh. because it allows me to be social. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got water in here. We got our cup. So I again, had my coffee earlier. So yeah, water today, yeah, most likely. So mm-hmm. I mean, most definitely yeah. needing water because coffee will dry you out um, and cause you to be de- dehydrated. But here's the thing, right? When you at that party, you at the club, you at whatever you are in a social place. What do you normally see? Something in somebody's hand. Mm, something to drink, huh? How many times people that don't even drink coffee? Hey, girl, let's get together. Let's go to the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. What, and, that, and that's cross-cultural, cross... Every, like, the coffee shop is our, our town, our, our, town um, our, our town square. Mm-hmm. That's where we all come together at, right? So I worked at Starbucks. I saw that. And I'm like, yo, this could be a business. But I never thought I could own a business in coffee. Okay. So I left radio, and I said, so what's my passion? Okay. Media and coffee. Okay. So I did the Daily Brew podcast I love it. and the YouTube channel. I love right? it, yeah. So one day I, I tell that story and somebody was like, hey, I can help you get your own coffee and the rest is history. So we got three coffees. We're wow. about to switch over our distributor for tea so we're going to have uh, better opportunities for tea. Okay. Um, and then hopefully in a year and a half that we'll be able to open up our own um, our own cafe. Right now we're mobile. Okay. So we can make your lattes on the go. Yeah. And that's it, man. I love it. it. You know, you tell the story about how you fell in love with coffee, and I connect to it first yeah. and foremost because, uh, did you say, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. uh, was it your grandmother? Yes, yes. Was she from Arkansas? Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. That's how we have a little connection. Yeah, Not man, that we know each other. We cousins somehow. somehow. I'm, I'm from, my par- parents are from Arkansas, actually. But um, El Dorado and Warren, Arkansas. So El Dorado is my dad's side of the family. Get out of here. Yeah, I, I, we I might actually be in El Dorado. We, we, man, we might actually be fat. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Listen, Ended up here in Flint some kind of way. Yeah, wow, that's, that's crazy. Are, you know, I came up here, man. It's crazy. I got crazy, crazy stories about that. Yeah, but, but, but the story with your grandmother, how, yeah. how that happened, how that came about. So I would get sent to Arkansas every summer as a kid. Okay, um, and I understand. I know how that is, but talk, talk I about I didn't know, though. No. Yeah. Right? I didn't understand what that was. That was mama like, look, I'm going to mom, I need y'all help. I'm sending this boy down there for the summer. I'm going to send me with some money. Y'all send me back. Come on, peace. So, and, hold on, that's a big culture shock from Flint or uh, from Michigan yeah, up north to, to, the, so to the south. Nothing, it's listen, just different, different words. Arkansas is different yeah. from any other state in the south, number one. <laughs> but where we were from, we're from this place called Kibla, which okay. is now called Doddridge, and that's where my mom's side of the family is from. Okay. 
and you know you go down this red clay dirt. Okay. There's no lights. Yep. There's, yep. At that time, there was no paved road. <laughs> Everything was gravel, and we were on. A, my grandfather had a farm per se, like yeah. a garden. I would say yeah. more so garden than farm. Sure. But he had a garden, and and you know I enjoyed it. I didn't know nothing different. Sure. My grandparents, I loved them, and my grandmother would wake up every day, and she cooked three square meals from yeah. scratch. Yeah. And breakfast, she would. Uh, one time, she had some coffee, and I'm okay. like, man, that smelled good. That looked good. Granny, <laughs> let me get some of that. And I'm probably fourth or fifth grade, <laughs> and she like, okay. So we had it, and we would just sit there and talk. Yeah. We would just talk. Me and yeah. her was just talking. She was a woman of few words, right. but we would just sit there and talk. And then after that, we would clean up, and we would go to the other people' uh, homes in the in the area who were you know older, who okay, really could take care of themselves. Right, that way. right. So it's almost like in house uh, living assisted. I mean, um, assisted living sure. type of situations where we would go and clean and feed them. Okay. So I remember she would make me put the jelly on the toast for the people. <laughs> <laughs> put the, make sure it was butter on there. Yeah, and man, it sounds like we that. lived the same. Man, I'm telling you, the kinfolk. <laughs> so that's where it started, man. She she opened up my eyes to coffee, and I would drink it like anybody else drink coffee. Yeah, just to stay up and and whatnot. I was in high school drinking coffee. Wow, every day. Okay, so I didn't get, I didn't catch the coffee thing. My grandmother didn't necessarily do the coffee thing, but that all the other experiences. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> you know, shelling peas. Yeah, you know, getting greens <laughs> off the ground, eating tomatoes right off the vine. Wow, listen, I can. Tell y'all about that. I'm a I'm a guy from the north, but I definitely know a little bit about the south. That's awesome, man. Well, so 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 what are we doing these days? I, I see you out, and and you're still you know like you said social. One of the things I've seen you doing too is you're connecting. Um, is a group out there called what is it? The Black Christian. Yeah, Black Influence. Christian influencers. Yeah. What, what are you do? Tell us about what you're doing with that, man. Yeah. I, I'm I'm loving it, man. What, Yo, what are you doing? I've been you know fortunate and blessed. I use some strategies uh-huh. um, in social media on really showing love to what they were doing. Yeah. Um, shout out to Jackie for putting that together, that vision of bringing like-minded people together. Okay. Over 2,000 paid members in, oh, less wow. than a, in, the, in, in a year. Okay. Over 20,000 followers in, in that same ah. time span. So we bring in light, you know, like-minded people. So my job yeah. Um, there yeah, is Yeah, what's your the, role? So, it, it, and I might got to remember my title is <laughs> the Community <laughs> Development Director. Look, you don't even know your title. You're just I, doing yeah, what you do. I just do it, man. <laughs> and, and I try my best. Right, um, just to get people talking. Sure, right. right. That's what because, that's what's so funny about it because you don't know what your title is. No, I don't even need it. I'm just, I mean, but I'm thankful for it. Yeah, I'm sure. Extremely thankful for the opportunity because you're a part of uh, BCI, but there's other people in the group yeah. that I've made some real connections yeah. with, and that's where I try yeah. to again teach people like, yo, if you want to grow, get in these groups and yeah. do not try to extrapolate value, mm, but give add value. value. Yeah. So I, I just start. In, in the one group that I was in, I just every other other day I would just say something to get people talking, yeah. and they was people would respond. Yeah. So she was like, "Yo, can you do that for all the other groups?" And I didn't know how many. So I'm think I'm over. I think I'm in over thirty. It, wait a minute, it's thirty some groups. Oh man, man. And each group can hold up to thirty five people. That's dope. Man. So I just got that's added. dope. So I may even be more than close to fifty. I don't know, maybe close to fifty. Sure. And I just go in there and get people talking. That's right? dope. So yeah. When Kobe passed last night, I said, "Hey, man, you know BCI, yeah. love like God love, yeah, and and you know and and don't hold grudges or something like that." Yeah. And people were just and it was just conversation. Yeah. yeah. You know that's a good. Let's let's talk about that too. Yeah. You know, being you know people with you know some Christian faith, and sure. some some faith based background. Um, you know, sometimes when things like this happen in the, the world like Kobe, yes. how are we supposed to process it? You know, because sometimes, you know, we've grown up in environments, you know, you know, how do you take that? I mean, this is a celebrity. You know, we feel in some kind of way. Yes. We want to express that. Yes. Are we able to express that? Yes. Not able to express that? 
You know, yeah, what I, do you I, think? So, so it's twofold. Okay. Right? So you started out talking about it from a faith-based perspective. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like this. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Right? And right. I don't put everybody in heaven. Sure. Because I don't know how people live. Sure. But I would like to believe that, you know, we all get a fair shot at sure. living a good life after this life. Right. Um, and that's up to how you live your, your life sure. while you're here. Right? Sure. Um, I tell people the life you live reveals your faith. So I don't care what you say you believe, your life will tell me it what will, you believe. Yeah. <laughs> right? So um, as far as how to grieve and how to process this, I'm all for doing it in a healthy way. Okay. So I think that's where the line has to be drawn. Okay. If you are someone who has to be on social media and you got to update us mm-hmm. on how you feel every 15 minutes, that's okay as long as it's healthy. As long as it's healthy. What, what does healthy look like? Healthy oh. looks like... You know, in this case, the memories okay. that Kobe and, you know, that you have, that you remember of him, mm-hmm. the how he made you feel and mm-hmm. how he made you, you know, look at things differently as right. far as are you really grinding? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Behind the grind, yeah. right? Are yeah. you really, because that's what Kobe said, like, right. do you really do what you say you do? Right. right. So the unhealthy is to, um, is to throw shade or... Okay. He, this is what he deserved, or, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, or, or just really being disrespectful to the person and okay. the family and the people who love them. Okay. You know, you wouldn't do that if somebody you know just passed away. You'd be like, oh, that's what they get. Yeah. Well, let's say this. Let me let me go a little step further. You know, again, going back to that social media sure. part, many of us never met this guy, never. right? Never met him. Um, and again, I'm using it from this perspective of, from a spiritual standpoint. You know, many of us haven't met him, but for some reason, it impacted us. Yes. You know what I mean? You can't deny that it impacted us. Yeah, we grew up with Kobe. We grew up with him, but we never knew him. So, yeah. can, is it okay to feel these kind yes. of way? Yes. And that's what the power of this thing called the internet has mm-hmm. allowed us to do in social media, right? You, you, you graduated at the same year Kobe graduated, right? right? Mm-hmm. So when you was going to prom, guess who he went to prom with? Brandy, man. I remember that. I'm like, man, this dude. <laughs> right? Again, he wasn't. A- <laughs> Six years older than me. So I was in middle school like, dude went to prom, went to prom with Brandy? Yeah. Remember, he was trying to rap. Yeah, he was doing a lot. he got yeah. hurt his yeah. first year, so he tried to rap. Right. We grew up. We saw him. Yeah. We saw the matriculation of him. Yeah. This young man became, right. in 96 became this father, became right. this husband, right. became this ambassador to what excellence looked right. like. Accomplished his goals. Yeah. And, and so we knew more about Kobe <laughs> than we know some, more about our own cousins. Wow. You, you know yeah, I, mean? I feel you. And, and yeah. I mean, come on, man. Like, we saw this man have a scandal where he made one of the biggest mistakes of his life. He bounced back. Bounced back. Showed us how to bounce back, actually. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then his <laughs> wife played a role. His kids played a role. Right. Showing, I mean, like, oh, oh, let's be real. And I know, yeah. you know, we've we, we got a, um, a time limit. But I really want to say this. I'm really to say that Kobe lived out what the the Cosby show wanted us to be. For, say that again. <laughs> I really believe that. He really did. I really believe Kobe, before our own eyes, his real life. Yeah. Yep. Not black mom. Yeah. Yeah. Real the real Kobe. life. Right. Put his money up with Colin Kaepernick. Right. He put his money up in different ways and, and his celebrity. Right. He lent that globally to yep. certain causes. Mm-hmm. He was what the Cosby show was trying to get the black community to become after they went off the air. Wow. That's he made deep. a mistake and came back. Wife stuck with it. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, he dropped that rock on her face. Well, he had to. That, that was that was given. You know what <laughs> that he was given. But real, like, real talk though, it said a lot even about his character that yeah, he was able yeah. to bounce back even in that case because she didn't have to. No, right? She didn't have when to. When everybody turned their back on mm-hmm. Sprite and some other people like some, and I think Sprite was one of these big endorsers who turned their back on yep. him. And he said, "I'm about to become black." Mm-hmm. He became Black Mamba. And they chased him once again. All these, you know, all these endorsements. Yeah. That's man. That's major. So I, that, that's just my take on it. So I think yes. Grieve how you want to grieve. I don't care if it's your family member, if it's Kobe Bryant, if it's Nipsey, if it's anybody. Grieve how you want to grieve. But I do ask you to be mindful okay. of, you know, sometimes it, this is a term called vicarious trauma. Okay. That's really what I was trying to figure out. Yeah. That. What is Vi- it called? Vicarious trauma. Okay. So I, I'm traumatized through your trauma. Yeah. You know okay. So stay, I, I tell people, be careful yeah. of. So they had a fake video out of a plane, of a helicopter crash, and it was his. Uh, and I'm just like, man, nobody needs to see that. Right. That video should never surface. If it is a video, it should never surface. Wow. And I'm about to watch the last moment of a man had with his daughter. I don't have children, but I can only imagine if you got children and you had to hold your daughter, mm. knowing that y'all about to die, mm. I don't need to see that. Mm. Ah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> so we you know we've talked about Kobe, we've talked about it. Like I said, it breathes into social media and all mm-hmm. this this good stuff. Um, so where do you where do you see the future? And this is just a kind of question. Where do you see the future of social media? You know, since you're a social media kind of guy, yeah. I mean, with all you know, all of us are concerned um, with algorithms and all these different things going on. What do you think is the next? You know, not to say too much, but what's, what do you think is the next thing that people should be aware of and First and foremost, one of the, I had a college professor tell me this some years ago, and we all laughed at him. He said the number one job in America, or one of the most sought-after jobs and high-paying jobs, is going to be people who can uh, collect data and mm. analyze it. Okay. Okay. Right? So that's all Facebook and social media is data. It's data and people who knows how to analyze if it. If you can analyze it, bro, you can make a lot of money. Wow. So what impact would that have with AI and all that kind of stuff? It's going to directly impact. It, okay. AI is going to be the result of the person who can can sit back in and analyze the data. So here's here's my point. Okay. This is bigger than the user aspect. We're sure. taking a veil off, right? Sure. So we need people that look like everybody right. to have access to the data okay. and be able to analyze the data and then, re, and then process it in a way for AI. Okay. Process it in a way because here's the thing, and I'm not going political, but I really like what Andrew Yang is talking about. True, right? Yeah. Robots and technology is going to take human jobs. So if I can't win now, it's going to be difficult later. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so if I'm not able to analyze this data today, today yeah. to impact everybody equally, there's going to be a lot of people at a disadvantage. Mm. So if these social media, you know, Giants keep getting hacked and, sure. and privacy and all that. Because Americans, we say we care about privacy, but right. we don't. Okay. We don't. Okay. We give up our privacy to use these platforms. Right. So that's all this data, bro. Can t- like, it can tell you that that's why algorithms work because they are processing what you like, what you don't like, mm-hmm. and it's able to manipulate. So we have to start you know, looking at our kids and say, okay, coding is cool, mm-hmm. but you need to be able to look at numbers and, and tell me what those numbers mean mm-hmm. and how how it can affect me and you and everybody else. Now, why do you say coding is cool, but in more put more emphasis on the numbers? Because coding out here is really huge. So so here's the thing. You said the future, right? Yeah, so yeah. So the coding is, is a way that we see now. Okay. 
So if everybody's coding, right. the the amount of money I need to pay you to code, yeah. because I got 10 people who can do it versus yeah. three people who can do it, okay. totally different ball game. Yeah. Supply and demand. Yeah. So nobody's that I know of is talking about data and analyzing and mm-hmm. regurgitating it. Mm-hmm. So that means that's a $100,000 plus job. Mm-hmm. If you can, you know what I'm saying? Right. So that's the kid who's smart, who, you know, he not he ain't got swag, but that's the guy who's going to make a lot of money. Wow. That's the next Bill Gates. Wow. So it's not necessarily, can I make an app? Yeah. I need to be able to analyze, I need to be right. able to collect, analyze, and put the data in, into the new apps. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting you say that because I remember, again, dating myself, man. Yeah. But, you know, when the internet came along, you know, there were, you know, stages there. And then, you know, websites. You know, we were all, it was only a special group of people. You need to analyze making websites. Yeah. But now websites is not, you know. $30 you can have in five minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you're right. So, you know, we have to be careful, you know, as we're preparing for the future. We do have to kind of process and think it. We can't just go on the, the current wave. Yes, it's good to know the those skills, but understand there still may be something beyond what you're learning today in those skills yeah. that that we got to see where everything is going. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, and, and I love how Gary Vee talk about it, right? He's yeah. like, I put my energy, like, so the internet came out, yeah. phones came out, apps came out, that's yeah. the foundation. Right. But how you use these apps mm-hmm. is where he puts his attention at. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at, okay, we all on our phones. We all giving up all this data and all this information. Mm-hmm. What happens with this information? So it's only being organized, used, and, and taken advantage of by an elite group of people. Mm-hmm. A small group of people. And they're going to make the decisions. So everything is going to be digital. Everything is AI. Everything is voice. Everything is video. It's all setting it up. But if you've got a small group of people, their ideology yeah. is going to determine how, how they process the data, Woo. which is going to control <laughs> how you use the tools. Wow. So I can control the masses if only got a small group of people who can control data. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we could go on and on. Yes, sir. With that talk. So, you know, before we get out of here, I'm going to pop the question. You know, I'm not sure exactly when you guys will see this or when you hear this. It may have already uh, taken place, but uh, I got to ask you. Yeah. Who going to win the Super Bowl? Ooh, Chiefs. (laughs) Chiefs by 10. You going with the Chiefs? Chiefs by 10. 10? Chiefs by 10. Okay, all right. It's going to be hard hitting. Okay. It's going to be hard hitting. And if they can protect uh, Patty Homeboy, my homeboy. Fascinating. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Garoppolo, he don't have it. Okay. He's All a manager. Who right. well, you got? Well, I was going to go with the Chiefs, but it seemed kind of odd that you picked the Chiefs, so I, we both can't pick the Chiefs, can we? Okay, I picked the Chiefs. I'm going with the Super Chiefs. <laughs> Let's get it. Real talk, I wish the Ravens would have meant that's yeah, the team I was rooting for, you, but, you know. You know well, since you know, since not well, mine since we have some guys represented from Flint on the squad. Yes, That's why yeah, yeah. they my squad. But <laughs> real quick, you got two people from Flint yes. on the Ravens. Yeah. Two people from Flint on the Lakers. Crazy. Here's another crazy. Let's caveat, mention them. So right? those of you who are not aware of the two people from uh, on the Ravens was Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram, which everybody think I look like. You do Yo, actually. I got another funny story, but I know what we got. I'll tell you off the air about that because everybody think I'm Mark Ingram. So you better use Mark Ingram, Ryder. then you got Brandon Carr, who went to Grand Valley, by the way. Anywho, yeah, I'm gonna let you Division two school is still in the NFL. The but Battle anyway. of the Valley. All right, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Then you got Kyle Kuzma and Javale yeah. McGee. Peep this. Glenn Rice played for who? The Los Lakers. Angeles Lakers. Wow. Three guys from the city of Flint played for the Lakers. Man. 
That's dope. That's that's dope, right? Yeah. And then before we go too far, and not to switch the subject too far, but I was just you know again with the Kobe in light of the Cody up. I played against several players yeah. that actually guarded Kobe. Yeah, that's crazy. Morris Peterson got that. Morris Eddie Peterson, on Eddie Robinson. Yeah, I mean Charlie Bell. Yeah, man. All these Mateen, all yeah. these guys literally played against Kobe. And you played against them, or and I was in a little small world hey. playing against them, but they played on the big stage. That's crazy. That's crazy, Anywho, man. You so know, I want to do something real quick before we sure. leave. Those who are watching this and you're listening to this, however you get in this podcast, I want you to stop what you're doing right here, right now. I need you to leave him a review, or I need oh. you to share this podcast. Appreciate right? that, man. Yeah, I need you guys to help us get more people in tune to this. Maybe you didn't like this episode with me, and that's cool. Maybe you did like this episode right. with me. Whichever way you lean, I need you to help, you know, this podcast get out there. So share it with one person. I'm only asking you to share it with one, one person. One person. Leave a like comment text or message review. Yes. Or Instagram. Like, don't just put it on your social media feed. Because we don't really care about that. But if you send this to somebody like, yo, I really think you would like this podcast. Oh, man. I think you guys, just one person. That's all I'm asking. Man. Just one person. And, and let's see what happens. And I appreciate that, oh, man. man. Appreciate on, man. that. Listen. All right, man. <laughs> so before we exit out here, of course, I know, like I said, some of you, some people know you. But yeah. how can we follow you and keep following you going yeah. forward? Um, really, Instagram, probably. Okay. Um, yeah, your boy, LV. Y-A-B-O-Y-L-V. Mm-hmm. Like... It was intentional, right? I'm your boy. <laughs> Whoever you are, I'm your boy. We cool. But, you know, all respect. But, yeah, you can reach me there. And then, um, yeah, let's go from there because we're going to get it popping. I'm bringing you on a podcast, too. Man, appreciate it. We got to yeah. do it. Definitely do it. All right, so you heard it today. We do, had an opportunity to chop it up. And, and just this is what we do, just having conversation yeah. and talking today. But I um, want you to stay tuned. Again, as he mentioned, please subscribe. Subscribe. Whether you're looking at this on YouTube or you're listening to the podcast, Please subscribe, leave the review. Um, Well, I have nothing left here today, but we just want to say, stay tuned with us right here on Behind the Grind. Yes, sir.